There's healing in the name of There's salvation in the name of The Bible says that demons tremble at the sound of that name. Welcome to the ministry of Bishop Emmanuel Nkefu of the Lighthouse Chapel International, Light of the World Cathedral, Kolegono. Bishop Nkefu is a medical doctor and senior pastor of the Lighthouse Chapel International, Light of the World Cathedral, Kolegono. A seasoned and anointed preacher and teacher of the Word of God, followed with various miracles, signs and wonders. His in-depth teaching of the Word of God will change your life forever. Now... Here's today's message. Thank you. 
you now. As a matter of fact, God has made a way for you. Any mountain that is standing before you, anything that has made itself a mountain, anything that has made itself a mountain, anything that has made itself a mountain, is removed from your life in the name of Jesus. Any wall that is standing between you and your victory and your prosperity and your anointing and your blessing, it is coming down in the name of Jesus. Receive the blessing of the Lord. I declare that you are blessed. I declare that the hand of God is upon your life. Receive the blessing of Jesus.
success and the prosperity of King David. Hallelujah. Amen. And uh, one of the greatest kings that ever lived and was also blessed was King David. Hallelujah. And thank you Holy Spirit for guidance and instruction and revelation in Jesus name Amen. Amen now I want you to understand that God wants you to succeed you have succeeded already anything that was a failure in your life anything that caused you to fail your exams in your marriage in your business as we continue to speak it is going to run away from you. From today, I add success to your name. I add success to your name. Hallelujah. Anything that you do, you succeed. Now, success is very important. In Isaiah chapter 3 and verse 10, the word of God says, say to the righteous that it shall be well with thee. Say ye to the righteous that it shall be well with him, for they shall eat the fruit of their doings. To be well with you means you have succeeded. Yeah, if you do business, we ask you, how is the business? So, it is well. It means it, has, it is working. You have succeeded. Hallelujah. God is about to make you successful. Whatever anointing, wisdom, power that was upon David, that made him to succeed, that is going to be transferred unto you. Yeah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So, God 
wants you to be successful. Alright, now, what does it mean successful? When we say something is a success, what does it mean? Number one, I'm just giving you English dictionary definitions. The favorable um, the favorable or prosperous termination of attempts or endeavors. The favorable or prosperous termination of attempts or endeavors. Success also means number two, the attainment of wealth, position, honest, and the like. So when you say you have succeeded, it means you have attained some wealth, you have attained some position. At your workplace, you were an officer. And through your hard work and exams and other things now, you have become a manager. You have succeeded. You have attained a position. Amen. 21 people just attained certain positions. Hallelujah. Success also means achievement. Advance. Eh? You have advanced. You have advanced. In the name of Jesus. It also means um, to boom. To boom. You are going to boom. Hallelujah. When you hear that there's a tomato boom or there's a, a gold boom, it means has become plenty. I got what I'm saying. Everything about your life from today has boomed. Your exam results has boomed. Your profit at work has boomed. The membership in your church has moved. From 50 people, you are going on to 500 people. The number of people in your cells, your area fellowship, that has been 10 people, 15 people, 20 people. Get ready to get 70 people. 150 people. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. To succeed also means flying colors. You see, they say he passed with flying colors. Sometimes, you see, sometimes, sometimes you have passed, but the past, even yourself, you know, the way it is, you are not too, too happy about. Uh, the past. Amen. I got what I'm saying. Yeah. But you are going to pass. Have you seen a certain past that you want people to ask, what did you get? 
So, sometimes you are passed, but you don't want anybody to ask you. But what did you get? Yeah. I'm just explaining to you what success means. So, when I talk about Davidic success, and I want you to put it on the screen, Davidic success, I'm talking to you about the success of David. Hallelujah. The first question we must ask ourselves was, is that, was David successful? David, was he successful? Because if you want to, you cannot succeed if you follow somebody who has not succeeded. Hallelujah. So come with me to First Chronicles chapter 29 and verse 28. 1 Chronicles 29 and verse 28. This is talking about David. And he died in a good old age full of days riches and honor and Solomon his son reigned in his stead. Now this, this is this is this is I believe this is the last verse in first Chronicles. Is that, is that ve- last verse? Yes. This is the last verse. Two more verses. What are the other two verses? Alright. Now the acts of David uh, the first and the last behold they are written. No. So they, they're just telling us you know, but in terms of the conclusion of his life, verse 28. Verse 28 is summarizing the life of David. So, and he died in the good old age. I prophesy into your life. I prophesy into your life that you will die in a good old age. You will not die in the midst of your years. You will die in a good old age number of days, every number of years that God has given to you, you will live it. There is no devil in heaven on earth, no witch in your family, there is no juju man at your workplace that can kill you, that can destroy you. God has blessed you. You are going to succeed in the name of Jesus. He died in a good old age. Full of days and riches. He was full of riches. That is your story. That is your story. Some of you, your family has not seen riches. By you. By you. You are going to see riches. You are going to see riches. I said, You are going to see riches. In the name of Jesus, you are going to see riches. You are going to see riches. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Yeah. And Anna, he was full of, we are, we, are ask, we are answering the question, was David successful? Now, I want you to tell me, after we have said all this, you should tell me. Whether he was successful. Somebody who died. 
Eh? As an old man, full of riches, full of honor, which means that he was respected. People bowed down to you. People will bow down to you. People will bow down to you. Amen. It was honored. One time I went on an international ministry trip. And when I arrived, normally, you know, they will come for you uh, through the VIP often times. But you have to get off the plane. You know, this time, sit down, please. When the plane landed and were on board, see, some of you have not been in a plane before. But, but after today, God is going to orchestrate something in your life. You'll be flying in and out, 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 in and out. It is happening to you. It is happening to you. Yeah. You fly her until you beg that Lord. Please, I beg you. Yeah. So sometimes. Sometimes, when I start flying, within like two weeks, I will have flown in about six different places. Yeah. Now, so whilst we were on board, I heard my name. Mr. Intefo. Please, can you report yourself to the cabin crew? So I went to the front. Then there was a man there. He saw me and saluted. He bowed and saluted. Then he said, I have been asked to come for you from the plane. He took my bag like that. Amen. Now, so how many of you agree with me that David was successful? Good. If David was successful, then how many of you agree with me that we should find out what is it that made him successful? Is it because Jesus said, what I say unto you, unto one, I say unto all. And the word of God works for all his children. Because the word of God is based on principles. Hallelujah. If you want to do well, how many of you want to do well? If you want to do well, you have to follow people who have done well. Yeah. You have to follow people who have done well. Never follow. So if we are a student, all right, and you want to pass your exams, have a steady class with intelligent people. Yeah. At our Bible school, at our Bible school, we have what we call um, discussion groups. And each discussion group has a leader. And often the leaders are very smart, very intelligent. 
Okay? And the members, you know, some of them are not too... But because your leader is good, he can help you to pass. Sometimes, in spite of that, people fail their exams. And the first question I ask is that, your discussion group leader is in Texas. Oh, himself is... I said, leave quickly! You, you cannot be in a discussion group that the leader himself is struggling. Jesus said, how can a blind man lead another blind man? From today, a blind man will not lead you in the name of Jesus. Amen. So, if you are a young lady and you want to see a successful marriage, one of the things that you have to do, please sit down, is to locate a woman who has been married for a long time, especially a spiritual one, and, and follow them and find out. And find out. By the grace of God, my wife and myself this year, eh, we are 27 years in marriage. Our marriage age is higher than many people here. Do you get it? And these days, marriages don't last. I know of a couple that got married. They went for honeymoon, and they married Paul during the honeymoon. And I've heard about, I've heard about, you know, this couple. I know them, and I heard about another couple during the honeymoon. The lady removed the ring and threw it down and said, "I can't take this nonsense." And that was it. Yeah. I don't know what happened. I don't know whether the brother was too eager. I don't know what happened. Yeah. So when you see a woman of God who has been married, or a woman who has been married for 27 years, gold, you have to find out. Mama Paula, what's the secret? I expect the young ladies to be talking to the older ones. Yes, because there's a reason. If you are into business, follow people who are successful. In following, be careful. Some people use dubious means to be successful. So you have to be careful. It's not everything that you don't have to do blind following. Don't follow everything that they do. Hallelujah. But the general rule is to follow. Look at Hebrews chapter 6 and verse 12. Hebrews chapter 6 and verse 12. Amen. I'm trying to let you understand why we are talking about Davidic success. The success of David. Alright? Because if we study why David was successful, we are likely also to become successful. Yeah. So watch. That ye be not slothful, but followers of them who through faith and patience inherit the promises. So the Bible says, the Bible says, be not slothful, don't be lazy. Okay? But follow those who have inherited the promises. Follow them. So, for a couple of weeks now, we are going to follow David. To find out, David, is it because, because, even though by the time David is ending his life, 
his, the summary of his life was so amazing. He died in a good old age, full of days, full of riches, full of honor. And he had Solomon, his son, reign. Which is a blessing. Look, to have a good person take over what you have, eh, it's a blessing. That's why I'm happy that, you know, as the bishop has asked me to start K2, I have a good person, an anointed pastor, Reverend Jude, being here. Reverend Father Jude. Yes. Sit down. How many of you have heard of K2? Yeah. Look, one of the things that really pained Solomon was the fact that he realized that a fool can, could easily, because Solomon was so blessed. He had vineyards. Eh? He had uh, a main gold. He had riches. He had wisdom. Okay? And he was wondering who would take over for me. Look at Ecclesiastes chapter 2 from verse 18. Ecclesiastes, you're welcome. Ecclesiastes chapter 2 from verse 18. I'm trying to explain that to have a good person to take over what you have done, to continue, is a blessing. It means you are successful. So one of the things that made David successful was because his own son took over from him. Yeah. Alright. Now in Ecclesiastes chapter 2 from verse 18, this is Solomon speaking. He said, Yea, I hated all my labor which I had taken under the sun. Why? Why, why should someone say such a thing that he hates everything that he has done? I get what I'm saying. Why? He said, because I should leave it unto the man that shall be after me. But, Pastor Lo, if you have to leave something for another man, why, why, why are you so sad about it? Because you can't carry the thing. Can you carry the thing beyond the grave? How many of you realize that whatever we have, we can't carry it beyond the grave? Yeah. I get what I'm saying. So, 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 why are you saying that? Everybody say, Pastor. Say, Pastor, why are you saying that? Eh? But look at the next verse. He said, and who know it? Whether he shall be a wise man or a fool. Is it, this is what was worrying him. Yet shall he have rule over all my labor wherein I have labored and wherein I have showed myself wise under the sun. This is also vanity. So, so, so he was saying that because he could not control who would come after him. Whether it was, he was going to be wise or this thing. I mean, like everything that he had done was useless. And, and his fears came to pass. When Solomon went off the throne, his son, Rehoboam, Reho, they used to call him in the area Reho. Reho. Reho, Reho. He took over. And at his first cabinet meeting, when he finished, the decision that he took, he lost, he lost 
His father's empire was 12. He lost 10. May a foolish person not inherit you in the name of Jesus. I said, may a foolish person not inherit you in the name of Jesus. Uh, Paul, I see that. Amen. So, David, by the time he was dying, his life story was nice. But I want you to cast your mind back what he went through as he was going, as he was going up. Yeah. Do you remember that there was a time that David did not have recognition and did not have respect? In First Samuel chapter 16, when the prophet came to anoint a king in the house of David, his father's house, they called all his brothers. They didn't call him. Because, it's not, I mean, who, who is David? Who is David? Now, this is why I'm happy for you. Because many people have been looking at you and say, you cry. I mean, uh, even when you are coming to church, people say, look at you. Say, say I'm going to, say, I'm going to church. If you want people to go to church, is it you? I want you to know that the days of respect have come. The days of recognition have come. The days of honor have come. Receive it in the name of Jesus. Yeah, you'll be respected. They will salute you. I said they will salute you. They will salute you. They will salute you. They will salute you. I'm saluting you. It's a prophetic salutation. You are being saluted at your workplace. You are being saluted. You will be celebrated. Yeah. You know today, today we are honoring our prophet, our apostle, our pastor, our teacher, our evangelist with our gifts and our offerings. Yeah. Many people Today we would like, please be seated, to be associated with Bishop Dag. Many people. There are many pastors who like to say, he's my friend. Yeah. He's my friend. Oh, I know him. Oh, me and him. But it is because today, God has lifted him up. Because 30 years ago, he was not respected. 30 years ago, people said, you are a medical student. Concentrate on your medical studies. Don't say that you are starting a church. Senior pastors that he looked up to, eh, not only discouraged him, they made disparaging remarks. I'm going to show you from David's life. Yeah. There were people, pastors that he invited, who said, no, who cannot come and preach in your church. Today, we are sitting at Collegono and this cathedral and all the structures that are here. That, this is a branch. This is a branch. That is one of Bishop Dang's branches. And it is, I wonder how many ministers can have a headquarters like this. The branch is somebody's headquarters that he cannot have. I got what I'm saying. So there was a time that David was not respected. Yeah. There was a time that he was hated. 
His own father, the king, King Saul, hated him and chased him through the wilderness wanting to kill him. Some people have been trying to kill you. Some people have been trying to destroy your education. You passed. You passed your BEC. But they intentionally did not give you money to go to secondary school. Yeah. You had the opportunity to travel. But they intentionally did not help you. Some of you have stepfathers and stepmothers. And even mothers and fathers and uncles and brothers. Who could have helped you. But they have destroyed you. They, they attempted to destroy you. By withdrawing their help. Do you understand it? You see, that is why you need success. That comes from God. And you are going to be successful. Yeah. Now, let me change my way. Actually, you are successful. Yeah. Yeah. You are. You are successful. Yeah. Those of you who play football. My church members here who play football. Eh? I tell you. You are going to become greater than Messi, greater than Ronaldo, greater than Neymar. Recently, recently, Neymar was paid a lot of money to join another club. And I hear he paid his tithe. I'm waiting. You want to pay your tithe? I'll build 20 churches. Sit down. Do you get it? Look, there was a time in the life of David that he didn't have anything to eat. The people who followed David were cobolos. Yeah. They were people who had debts, who were complaining, memories, people who had nothing. Is it today? Today. Maybe in your life, those are the type of people that surround you. But God is going to make you successful. Yeah. Actually, you are a success. Yeah. Clap your hands for the Lord. his life. Now his life could be concluded in this manner. That it is clear that he succeeded as he went through life. So the question is question is what did he do? What did he do? As he was growing up in his youthful years and he was growing up, what did he do that made him successful? How many of you believe that? It is a good question. Is that a good question? Yes. And, and by studying that, by studying that, okay, by st- and, I'm teaching, and I'm teaching from one of uh, Bishop's book, The Biddy's Success, a small book. Many of you are young people. So your future is ahead. You're only 25, you're only 30, 35, 40. Your future is ahead. So I want you to pay attention to this message because God is showing you. You know, you cannot just get up one day to be successful. It doesn't happen that way. 
you are living in a fool's paradise. Say a fool's paradise. I can't hear you. Where? A fool's paradise. To think that you wake up one day and when you lift up your pillow, one million dollars will be there. You know, you have a good ministry. You have a successful company, a good marriage. It doesn't happen that way. It does not happen that way. Amen. It doesn't happen that way. You always have to do certain things. Let me tell you something. No matter how much you are anointed, if you are a student and you have to study and you don't study, when you go to the exam room, you will fail. You will fail. Do you know why you fail? It is because of what Jesus said. I'll show you. John chapter 14 verse 26. John chapter 14 verse 26. He says, By the comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name. Watch this. He shall teach you all things and bring all things to your remembrance. Now, listen. Jesus said, when the Holy Spirit comes into your life, he will teach you all things and then he will bring all things into your remembrance or he will cause you to remember things. Now the question is that, what are the things that he is going to cause you to remember? Do you understand it? But the Comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name, he shall teach you all things and bring all things to your remembrance. Whatsoever I have said unto you, it is the things that have been said to you. The things that you have learned. The things that you have put into your brain. That the Holy Spirit will cause you to remember. So as a student, what happens? Let's say you're going to write an exam. You have studied so many things. So sometimes when you sit and the question comes, it's not that you don't know. But sometimes the things are plenty. But because the information is there, the Holy Spirit now, the Holy Spirit now, okay, sort of, you know, brings a focus on that information to help you. Which means that if there is nothing there, if there is nothing there, there is nothing to remember. This is why you can be very anointed but you fail your exams. Because you, you didn't learn. So there is nothing there for the Holy Spirit to remember. Yeah. Yeah. You know, as, 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 as I'm preaching and teaching this morning, many of the scriptures that I'm showing you, they are not in my notes. Including this one. But the Holy Spirit is the one who is teaching. So, so, so he said, show them this one. But the scripture is already there. Already there. Already there. So, what is it that David did to make him successful? Number one. Number one. David did not despise his small beginnings. David did not despise his humble beginnings. 
First Kings chapter 17 and verse 28. 1 Kings chapter 17 and verse 28. If you remember your Bible, in 1 Kings chapter 17, there was a war going on between Israel and the Philistines. And for 40 days, Goliath had challenged Israel to give him only one person to fight. And whoever wins the fight between uh, Goliath and the person will settle the scores. Okay. David's brothers were there. So his father sent him to send food. It was when David was at the war front that he heard Goliath speaking. Hey, you Israelis, you are all cowards. We have been here 40 days. You cannot bring anybody. He started insulting them. So David was asked, what is going on? Who is he? Who is just speaking like that? Now, first Samuel 17. First Samuel 17, 28. First Samuel 17, 28. Alright. <laughs> so as he was talking, the Bible says, Eliab, his senior brother, and Eliab, his eldest brother, heard when he spoke unto the man, and Eliab's anger was kindled against David. And he said, Why camest thou hither? And with whom, watch this, and with whom hast thou left those few sheep in the wilderness? Underline it. Few sheep. Few sheep. Everybody say, Few sheep. Lift up your hand. Say, I'm not ashamed of my few sheep. I'm not ashamed of my little ministry. I'm not ashamed of my little relationship. I'm not ashamed of my little business. I'm not ashamed of my little anointing. Yes. Listen. His brother insulted him with what he said. He said, you are standing here making math, math. Math, 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 math. With whom did you leave those few sheep? What Eliab was saying that as you are here, you, what do you have? What do you have? You see, you see, if you want to succeed, listen to this. Because I'm closing. Listen to this. If you want to succeed, don't despise the small things that you have. Yeah. Don't. Don't. It is a small thing that becomes great. Okay, this church was eight, eight years. This is our ninth year that we are here. It was a small church. One day, Lady Pastor Ivy told me of a video of the church that she has when we're doing a baby dedication. He said, he said, Bishop, I couldn't imagine it. The people were just here. I got what I'm saying. Yeah. But we did not despise it. Don't despise. To despise means to sort of hate, to frown upon to look down upon. I get what I'm saying. You, you look at yourself and say, me, mm, with this all that I, I have. You know, there are sisters here. You despise a little relationship. You despise it. A little relationship. A brother came to you. and said, look, sister, I, I, I don't know. There are a lot of sisters in the church. For some reason, when I see you alone, some, my heart, my, my, I don't know, my, my, my heart, and normally my heart, it beat, boom, boom. 
But when I see you, I was like, boom, 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 boom. Then, then also, I don't know. So, so I'm trying to discover something like, I don't know whether it's electricity or something. It begins to, you know, every time. And, and then I don't know why I, there's an uh, automatic movement. <laughs> automatic movement. Now, a brother who loves the Lord, eh? yeah, an area fellowship leader, very anointed. Only that he has only one shirt. So, so you look at him from, from the like that, and and you say. Unfortunately for him, he shoot to the mouth is like the, the mouth of an alligator. When, when, when he's walking, you know. So you look at him and say, look, Brother Jones, let's be serious. Let's be serious. Let's be serious. Am I your size? Am I your size? What do you mean? What do you mean? What do you mean? Oh. He doesn't have any bad intention. Look at the way he destroyed him. Yeah. That is why today we are saying you are 37 and a half. And nobody is coming. Because you despise a small beginning. Sit down. You say that you don't have a job. You don't have a job. You don't have a job. How can that I've not seen you at Aboblochi Market with your truck pulling, following a certain woman and, 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 and pulling. 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 And pulling. And pulling. You say, Bishop, honestly, I mean, track mom dear. There is a very rich man, one of the richest people in this country. Okay? He does in paints. Big factory. I hear he started by selling paint in mellow things on the table. Small beginnings. Small beginnings. Small beginnings. Yeah. God is showing you how you can become successful. Don't throw away the small beginnings. Don't despise it. Your BC that you have is very important. It's very important. Yeah. You say, me, I wanted to be a lawyer. You wanted to be a lawyer. Very good. So BC, they couldn't pay your lesson for you to go to senior high. Go and look for some job and do. Whether it's fitter, whether it is the track that you are pulling, whether it is a driver's mate, Whatever, do it and save some money. Then write your SSE. After that, look for another job. Save some money and start your university education. 
Somebody took three years. You will take eight years. But at the end of the day, you are there. Are you clapping your hands for the Lord? Are you clapping your hands for the Lord? Yeah. Zechariah chapter 4 and verse 10. For who had despised the day of small things? Despise. 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 Hmm? Don't despise it. Don't despise it. Amen. The first time the bishop sent me to go and start a church. It was called a satellite church. Yeah. I went with a brother in a farming com- uh, community. When we arrive on Sunday, they are going to their farms. Sunday. So we use a strategy. I was there in the hospital. So I gathered a few medication. So when we arrive, then they'll say, oh, the, the doctor has come. So, so what attracted them was my medicine. And we'll gather them. Just about eight, ten people. Then from there, so go here. Went a little church. Like that. Like that. Before today, you can see some church. That's how it is. Yeah. I got what I'm saying. You want to see cripples walking. Good. When you pray for sick people and they say headache is gone, thank God. Roll on the floor. You, you said headache is gone? Headache is gone. Wow. What a powerful, you know, when uh, Bishop started having miracle services, it was called um, uh, miracle, wave, miracle Wave Conventions. Yeah. This is, this is about, this is about 25 22, 23 years ago. Right over here. You know? And I saw him. After preaching, number one, he would preach on healing for a long time. Number two, he would sing for a long time. And then he would pray for this. And then people would come here. My head. When I was coming, I was sneezing. It's gone. And there was a sister, Lady, Lady, Lady Pastor Henrietta, Bidia, she would take the mic and say, Bishop, there is a miracle in the house. Bishop, this brother, this brother, this brother has a miracle. We are all waiting. He said, when he was coming, he had a headache. And now the headache is gone. Look at it. Yeah. Even me, I didn't believe. I didn't believe. No, I was sitting here, I didn't believe. So, do you know how I came to believe in miracles? One day, the Lord allowed me to be stricken by back pain. It was terrible. Sit down. 
on the word. I couldn't stand. I couldn't sit. No medicine could help. Terrible. Then doing a miracle wave convention, I was sitting here. I placed my hand. Bishop prayed. I prayed. It's gone. I ran from here. If you watch the old videos, you see me standing here and testifying. That is how God healed my stupidity. May God heal your stupidity in the name of Jesus. Amen? Yeah? Wow. So, the little, you can sing a little. You can sing a little. Take it serious. Yeah. You can preach a little. Be serious of it. Any little thing that you have. Look, most people here, you have a gift. You have a talent. Doctors, you have a eh? Use it. Use it. Yeah. And that small thing. I'm ending with this. David's big brother insulted David. Where did you leave the small sheep? What his brother didn't know is that by shepherding those small sheep, he was learning to become the ruler. God was preparing him to become the ruler of a big nation. This same David, eh, he graduated from looking after a small sheep to looking after the whole nation of Israel for 40 good years. Somebody is blessed. I said someone is blessed here. Someone is blessed here. Someone is blessed here. Somebody is going home today to a good news. There is somebody here. Your relative has not been well for a long time. When you go home, when you go home today, the person will be sitting up. Will be sitting up. What happens? I just sat up. Hallelujah. I see God blessing you. You are becoming successful. May you value the small things that God has given to you. And as you value it and you respect it, you are going to be successful. In Jesus' name. Amen. Clap your hands for the Lord. And stand to your feet. Stand to your feet. Lift up your hands. Speak to the Lord. Thank God for this journey of greatness. A journey of greatness. A journey of greatness that God is bringing you into. Lift up your hands, everybody. Tell the Lord, I thank you for the little things that I have in my life. Thank you, Lord, that you are going to bless them. Thank you, Lord, that your hand is going to be upon them to make them great. To make them great. Watch this. Look at me, everybody. Isaiah chapter 60 and verse 22. Isaiah chapter 60 and verse 22. Hallelujah. The Bible says, a little one shall become a little one shall become a thousand. And a small one, a strong nation. 
I, the Lord, will hasten it in his time. Anything that is little in your life is becoming a thousand. It's becoming a nation. It's becoming powerful. In Jesus' name. Clap your hands for the Lord. Close your eyes. I'm just about to end the service. Maybe this morning somebody invited you, one of our pastors, one of our shepherds, your friend, or you came on your own, but you don't know Jesus as Lord and Savior. I want you to know that Jesus loves you so much. He wants to save you. You want to say, Pastor, please pray with me. I want to be saved. I want to surrender my life to Jesus. As we are talking about success, I want to be successful. I want the Lord Jesus to make me successful. As every eye is closed, wherever you are standing, from the front to the back, if you want me to pray for you, to receive Jesus, lift up all your right hand like this, and I'll pray for you. God bless you. Lift up your hand. Very high. God bless you. Very, very high. Don't be ashamed of anybody. Just lift up your hand. Don't be ashamed of anybody. You are coming to Jesus. Lift up your hand. God bless you. I can see all those hands. God bless you. Father, thank you for my brothers and sisters who have lifted up their hands. Now, those of you who have lifted up your hands, I want you to do one more thing. Take your Bible or your bag. Move from your seat and come to me to the front here. Come. Come. Clap your hands for them. Come. Come. Your hands for them. If you lifted up your hand, come. If you lifted up your hand, come. Keep on coming. Clap your hands for them. Clap your hands for them. Say, dear Jesus, I believe with my heart that you are Lord. I confess you as my Savior. Please come into my heart and save my soul. Forgive me for all my sins. Thank you, dear Jesus, for saving me. Amen. have been blessed by this message. We invite you to worship with us at the Lighthouse Chapel International Light of the World Cathedral Collegon, opposite the Collegon Main Gate. Please note our service times. English services, early rain service, 6.30 a.m. to 8.30 a.m. His presence service, 8.30 a.m. to 10.30 a.m. And love and faith service, 10.30 a.m. to 12.30 p.m. Other languages, L'Eglise Glorious, French, 7.30 a.m. to 9.30 a.m. 
Love and Victory, Ga, 7.30 a.m. to 9.30 a.m. And Love and Hope, Tree, 9.30 a.m. to 11.30 a.m. Our Vibrant Youth Church also starts at 12 noon to 2 p.m. Be part of our midweek importation service this and every Tuesday from 6.30 p.m. to 8.30 p.m. prompt. For prayer, counseling and further inquiries, please call 0278-888-884 or 0543-289-289. The numbers again, 0278-888-884 or 0543-289-289. God bless you.